Hello and welcome to Crosstalk with your hosts, Martha Lee and Anna May, a podcast dedicated to encouraging and pointing people to Christ, provoke you to find your calling in the Lord, brought to you by Cornerstone Ministries New Life Church. So join us on a journey to reaching the world for Christ, starting in our own backyard. So sit back, we hope you enjoy the podcast, and we pray it encourages and blesses you. Hello and welcome to Crosstalk. Today we have the pleasure of having Pastor Ham Parker from Cornerstone Ministries with us. And just a quick reminder, if you haven't downloaded the Spotify app, please do. And you won't have to go look on Facebook and try and find the links. They'll be loaded every Monday in your phone. Just tap follow and notifications and you'll be set. Welcome Ham, we want to welcome you today to our podcast. Thank you. It's good to be here. Welcome, Pastor. And Uncle Bill has your first question for you. Amen. How are you, Ham, today? Good, Brother Bill. How are you doing? I'm doing real very, real good. When did you first get saved and where? And what brought you Uh, to the decision of accepting Jesus Christ as Lord? Uh, Bill, I was an alcoholic, and uh, I was in a bar on St. Patty's Day uh, called The Keg in Bear, Delaware, and I had no intentions of uh, serving the Lord or anything like that. It was the farthest thing from my mind, but God sent a man into the bar on that St. Patty's Day with long hair and a beard. He kind of looked like John the Baptist, and (laughs) he started telling me that... God had a plan for my life, and and it wasn't what I was doing, and that Jesus loved me, and that he wanted to save me. Amen. And I, my first reaction was, go bother somebody else, I'm having a party, you know. <laughs> Amen. And, uh, Amen. So, but I went home that night, and uh, I was laying in my bed, and I was like, it was like the hand of God forced me on my knees beside the bed. I was compelled to get on my knees, and I said, Lord, that man's face kept coming to me, Amen. and saying, Jesus wants to save you, Jesus wants to give you a new life, and I finally cried out to the Lord, I didn't know what to say, but I said, Lord, Amen. if you're really up there, if you can save me, and deliver me from this alcohol, then do it. Amen. Amen. And, I, God. and I never dreamed, I woke up in the morning, the grass looked greener, the sky looked bluer, <laughs> Amen. I was Completely delivered from alcohol, from Jesus. drugs, everything was gone, and I was a new creature in Christ. Oh, man, a new creation. Praise God. A new creation. Yep. Amen, sure amen. What a testimony that was. Can you remember um, the first person that you led to the Lord or witnessed to? I started off, uh, I was actually another time I was in prayer. And I had been fasting for a week, and uh, the Lord spoke to me in prayer uh, on my knees, go tell your people about me. Mm-hmm. And so all I could understand at that point, I didn't know he meant the traveling people as a whole, or the gypsy world as a whole, but I just thought he meant my family. So I started witnessing to my family. I led my cousin Billy Mullins to the Lord. I led Saul Hicks. Now they're both, one's a deacon, one's a pastor. I started leading people, all my friends and family, to the Lord. And, 
You know, I, I led a guy to the Lord that was on cocaine, taking a thousand dollars a day worth of cocaine, Amen. and he's been he's been saved and set free for thirty years now. Thank Amen. You, Jesus, that's wonderful. You know, but it's just amazing, you know, what the power of God can do. Yes. The blood of Jesus cleanses of all sin. Amen. Amen. So I get to ask you this really interesting question, Ham. Uh, what do you remember about the 70s move? And do you got any standout moments about it? Just to kind of explain to the younger kids what the atmosphere and what that move was like back then. To tell you the truth, uh, in the 70s, my mother was taken. Uh, she had a big van she bought for youth ministry. And she was taking all us young people. Because at that time, I was serving the Lord when I was a teenager. Took us all to this uh, youth uh, rally, and it was called the Jesus People, and uh, it was part of uh, Chuck Smith and Lonnie Frisbee and all that group, and uh, we all had tie-dye shirts, and we were all, you know, like hippies, you know, but uh, we were all getting saved and baptized in the Holy Ghost. In fact, my brother, Andy Smith, at one of those meetings, got baptized in the Holy Ghost, and he spoke in tongues for three days. <laughs> Amen. And, uh, that was definitely we, a move. It was a move of God. We didn't <laughs> even know we was in the Jesus People movement. You know, would you see the Jesus Revolution? We was in that and didn't even know it. Amen. 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 It was coast to coast. I know I got saved in Lubbock, Texas in 76, and everywhere we went, I found it stickers and all of, the, all of us going to church. It was just an explosion back then. It really was. Well, you know, out of all, out of all the people my mother took to the Jesus people meetings, uh, fifteen of them, them very teenagers, are in full time ministry. Oh, Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. That's Praise God. Amen. We can't wait to talk to mom. <laughs> we can't wait to talk to her. Um, how did you get into ministry, Ham? And when did you feel called? You know, when the Lord called me, he said, go tell your people about me. So mm -hmm. I started, uh, one day, I was in prayer, and the Lord said to me, you shall proclaim my name before thousands. And so it was a rainy day, so I was an endless person, so I took a ride, and I find this resale shop, and I walk in, and this man says to me, the Lord told me you were coming here today. I said, is that right? He said, and I'm thinking, this is a rad, you know. He says... You've been an alcoholic? He said, yeah. He said, you've been on drugs? He said, yes. He said, you play the guitar and sing gospel songs? I said, yes. He said, the Lord told me to put you on my television program tonight. And I remembered the words come to me with the Lord spoke the night before that I would proclaim his name before thousands. And I asked the man, how many people's in your viewing audience? He said, around 250,000. Wow. Wow. That was, uh, that that was, was instant. That was good. That was so, good. So I was on, I was on as invited guest every week and he'd ask me to bring somebody back. So I bring, I brought Eddie Smith uh, one week. I brought Billy Moans another week. I brought Saul Hicks another week. I even brought Dodie Dallas one week went with me. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, and God was, and I was on this program for a year and, and people was answering the calls. We were leading people to the Lord. We started off testifying and ended up preaching the gospel Amen. over the year. 
And finally, the man said to me, I want to give you the program. God said just to give you the program. Wow. So we changed changed it to to Travelers for Christ. We changed the name. And we was on there for seven years. Praise God. God. That was wonderful. So as a pastor, uh, Ham, how difficult, you know, to give advice to other people that's in the ministry with families, how difficult is it to raise kids and teens and stuff? And how important is it for a wife or a husband to support the other one in their ministry? You know, we would have never made it without the Lord. Because even in a Christian family, there's still challenges, there's still difficulties. But by the help of the Lord and by the grace of God, you can overcome them. Amen. The other unsafe people don't have any help. And so they're going to fail. But we made it because we kept our hand in the hand of the man from Galilee. Amen. And we just done what God, we believed the Bible, we taught the Bible, we lived the Bible, and we honestly believed it from cover to cover, and we taught it to our children, and uh, we, put, we paid to put them in Christian school. We couldn't afford. We put them in Christian school, and, uh, but... It was a great thing. Most of my children are in ministry today as a result of that. Amen. 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 And your wife's support, because we're picking that subject up, uh, how uh, important do you think it is for a husband or wife to support the other one in ministry? Oh, I would have never made it if it wasn't for my wife supporting me. And I always supported her 100%. And Debbie was uh, 100%. She knew the old ham. And she's seen the change in me, and she was 100% in to do the work of the Lord. Because before I got saved, she had fasted and prayed for me for two weeks before that man came in the bar and testified to me. So I'm really saved because of her prayer. So it's very important that the wife and husband work together. Amen. 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 So I I was talking to Eddie uh, earlier, and we did his podcast, and something just came on my heart. And I think it's it's something our people needs to hear, uh, Ham, is how important is it for people not just to sing a song but to enter into worship when they come into church or in, if they're home praying or wherever. How important is worship in a Christian's life? Worship is an entrance into the Holy of Holies. And it's entering into the presence of God. Amen. I'm I'm marvelous. Amen. I see preachers came that come to church and they're going to preach on a particular night, and they're sitting while the worship's going on. Mm-hmm. And I think they need to worship more than anybody to get in the presence of God to deliver the word mm-hmm. to God. And I've always said, how can you deliver heaven's message without ever going to heaven to receive it? Amen. That's Amen. good. That's good. Amen. That's right. It's good. So you know, worship is is vital. I guess vital. So, Bill has a question for you. Mm-hmm. What is your vision for your church and for the people here? My vision is to chiefly to win the law, to win my goal and my call is to win the travelers and gypsy people of the world. But I'll, um, I love to win anyone to the Lord. I don't mm-hmm. discount that. And that we have all types of people in our church, some gypsy, some non-gypsy. They're all welcome. Amen. But the thing of it is, my call is to our people, and that's always been my desire. And then my second goal 
is to train the next generation. And I just recently graduated 38 uh, new students from my Bible college. Praise God. And they'll be going into the field and doing the work of the Lord. So, yeah, we have to train the next generation. And and that's really where my heart is now. Uh, your job kind of changes as you get older, more into instruction, into, you know, training Amen. people. Amen. You know, so that's where I'm at now. Amen. Amen. What advice would you give someone um, wanting to serve God or be involved in ministry? I would say don't be afraid because God doesn't call the equipped. He equips a call. Amen. That's good. And I've always found when I first got called into the ministry, an old uh, traveling woman came, a godly woman, and she said, I have a word for you. She said, and this is a word for the Lord uh, for you. She said, God knows that you don't have any training, but as you go, he's going to teach you. Amen. Amen. And, I, and I run with that word. I didn't know anything, but I knew I loved Jesus, and I, and I knew what I was called to do. And I would just say, don't be afraid. Just go for it, because God is going to be with you, and God is going to back you up. Amen. 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 So uh, I want to ask you this uh, last question, Ham. Uh, we just want to, well, it really ain't a question, just give you the time to add anything that the Lord's laid on your heart or anything that you want to say to our people. You know, just this is your time to speak your heart. You know, uh, like I said, lately I start thinking about, as an older uh, preacher now, uh, you know, Paul said, I'm, he called himself Paul the Agent, and he was only in his 60s, so I guess, I'm Ham the agent. And, uh, you know, that I start thinking about passing the mantle. And I felt like I was teaching the young ministers at a, at a dinner in a restaurant, maybe 20 young ministers, about when Elijah put the mantle on Elijah and how we, we have to pass the baton and pass the mantle. And I shared this teaching that God had just poured into me to them. And when I finished up, they were such an anointing one of them said to me i thought you were going to take your coat off uncle ham and put it on one of us <laughs> i said i have i put it on all of you uh-huh. strange is all Amen. and i put my coat on and here's the thing the bible says after the death of joshua there rose a generation that knew not the god of moses moses put his mantle on joshua he mentored joshua but joshua didn't mentor anyone to take his place Mm-hmm. And so we have to, as we get older in the Lord, we have to pour into the young people and raise them up and put the mantle on them, or it dies with us. Amen. 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 That's good. That's so good. Huh? I just have this laid in my heart, Pastor, as a pastor, as we close this out today. I just feel like you're a pastor, so would you like to give a call to anybody considering that haven't, hasn't accepted Jesus as their Savior? Would you just like to share something with them to to lead them in that direction? Yes, I would. You know, I've had people say to me, you ever think about going back, Pam, to the world? And my answer is this, go back to what? Go back to being a drunk and sleeping under pool tables and people poking fun at you. Mm -hmm. Go back to destruction. Go back to poverty. Go back to heartache and sorrow. Let me tell you, Jesus gives life and life more abundantly. It's the greatest decision you'll ever make in your life. 
is to surrender your heart and life to Jesus Christ. Amen. I don't know anyone that ever surrendered to Christ that ever regretted it. Amen. You need to do it today. You need to repent of your sins and ask Christ to come into your heart Amen. to be the Lord and Savior of your life. And he'll instantly set you free and give you a new life in Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless Amen. You. Amen. Amen. Well, we sure want to thank you, Ham, and we really appreciate your ministry. We know you give all the glory to God, but it's an incredible ministry that you have. And, of course, we're thrilled to be on your tailcoats along in the journey with you. And we love you. Love Debbie, Eddie, Mary, Billy, Peggy, everybody, all your music ministries and outreaches. There's just so many to mention. And we just want you to know you're always in our prayers, and we love you. And uh, thank you, Ham. Thank you, Ham. We greatly we appreciate you. your ministry. We love we you, love you all. Love you, Bill. Love every one of you, and keep up the good work. And uh, any way I can help out to further the cause of Christ, that's what I'm all about. Amen. 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 Well, that's our podcast for this week. We hope you enjoyed it and was encouraged. Please follow us on Spotify for new episodes every week. If you download the Spotify app, which is free, it makes it much easier to find us. We'll be posting the link each week on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you, and may you grow in his word and spirit. God bless.